it's worth hammering home which which for me you know who never miss an opportunity to say something a 15th time in the same episode episode 1049 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode best of ish edition today's quick tip run intelligently in the summer heat all right, y'all, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, got a few folks to thank for jumping on board the Patreon train in the last few weeks. Uh, shout out to Alicia, Nita, and Natasha for uh, hopefully feeling all the feels, getting all the good feels for sending a few cups of coffee my way each month. And, uh, you know, it just kind of helps keep this thing going, keep it growing. Uh, and, and again, giving you the good feels of, of supporting the cause also, maybe maybe hopefully having a few new faces join us in the book club. Maybe y'all want to stay tuned or, or keep up to date on the progress for the book. All of those things are uh, you know included with uh, the, the old cups of coffee that you send my way via Patreon each month. So if that's something that uh, you might want to do, you know, send a buck, two, five, get to get to read the book as it's written, get to join the book club, have some discussions talking about various running books that we that we have been reading over the last, I guess we've been doing this for like two years now. Goodness gracious, time flies when you're having fun. Or if you just want the good feels, if you want to have that that feeling of doing good in the world. I think that's I think I think supporting me is doing good for the world. I don't know. Maybe not. But if, if you want to have that feeling or any of those feelings or have a couple of those perks or whatever it might be, just just helping this thing keep on keeping on, uh, patreon.com slash disruns is the link. Um, and you're always in control. You can, you can, you know, give a, du- a buck, two bucks, three, five, ten, whatever you, you want. Uh, and if situations change and you need to pull back like a few people have recently, hey, all good. All good. I, I get it. I appreciate the support when we can when we can have it when we can get it, and uh, if you need to to send your dollars elsewhere, hey, all good. But all that is controllable by you, not by me. By you at Patreon.com/slash/disrun. So thanks again to Alicia, Nita, and Natasha. Appreciate you, ladies, and I uh, certainly appreciate again. And I know I say this every time. I hope it doesn't diminish the meaning ever. I appreciate everybody that's been on board for a while, that's still on board, that have come on and dropped off, whatever shoot, just listen. I appreciate that as well. But the financial support certainly is very much appreciated. So thanks to all the patrons past and present, hopefully maybe a few future as well. Uh, appreciate y'all. Patreon.com slash Dizruns. So today, little best of-ish action, which if you're new around here, it's, it's a real simple concept. We've been doing these best of, or we've been, I guess we've been doing best of episodes for a while, but we've been doing these quick tip episodes for a while, a while, uh, like seven and a half years, something like that. And uh, at first, I just used to come up with a new topic every week. I still come up with a new topic most weeks. But, you know, from time to time, you look back and you go, gosh, some of these topics were really good. Um, maybe we should revisit them. Maybe my, my stance has changed a little bit. Typically, it's it's usually pretty similar, although there definitely have been some that have been turned on the, on the end. Um, but a lot of times, it's just a matter of like, hey, this episode from a handful of years ago, maybe you haven't listened to yet. Maybe you didn't go all the way back through the archives Maybe it would be be good to bring it back to the surface, breathe a little bit new life into it, um, and and you know help spread the word, help give some good information. That's what we're doing today. Kind of an annual thing around here as we get closer to summer, uh, talking about something related to heat and you know running into heat, dealing with the summer heat, maybe humidity, depending on where you're from. Um, and that's what we're going to look back on today. An episode from 2016, so almost six years ago, June 2016. 
Originally episode 268. Uh, apparently back when I didn't do much for the blog post because typically with these best of-ish episodes, the blog post copy-pasted, not a whole lot gets changed there. Yeah, this time we kind of copy-pasted it, but then we did some formatting. We did some things to to make it look a little bit better, hopefully be a little bit easier to read. The content of the copy-paste, basically the same. The content of this audio, brand new take on what we talked about six years ago. Uh, again, probably a lot of overlap, but if you want to go back and give it a listen, it's episode 268. If you can scroll back that far on your podcast app, or you can definitely get to it in the uh, on the website. It's still there, disruns.com slash 268. If you want to get the, the updated version, which again, the blog post basically the same, but this episode is episode 1049, disruns.com slash 1049. If you're interested in the show notes for today and want to see them as they're actually, you know, more readable, uh, actually had some some gifs and memes in, inserted because apparently I didn't do much of that back in the day either. And well, we can't have we can't have a quick tip blog post with only one one gif in it. Like that that doesn't cut the mustard anymore. So the spruced up version, disruns.com/slash/1049. Anyway, let's get let's get to the point, shall we? At this point, you know, five minutes in, Diz, come on, get to the point. Um, talking about running in the summer heat and doing so intelligently. Sometimes I feel like I, I talk about the heat things, you know, typically um, starting with, with the people I'm coaching um, and even in, into Facebook, you know, and, and social media and even on the podcast here as well, obviously, you know, kind of starting mid-April um, and, and usually kind of through through May. And I feel like sometimes those of you that don't live in the South somewhere um, kind of just dismiss it like, well, yeah, like it's, it's not that big of a deal up here in, you know, wherever in Pennsylvania or in Northern Michigan or, or wherever you're listening. Um, and, and I'm here to tell you that that's not necessarily the case. You know, if it's hot for you, it's hot for you. And if it's hot for you, you can, you can have heat issues and, and you maybe need to adjust what you're doing, uh, with your training in the summer to make sure you're staying safe, make sure you're not overdoing it, overcooking yourself literally or metaphorically because the, the heat can be a thing. And, and, you know, when it comes to, to the heat, yes, us in the South, we might have it for eight, nine months a year. You might only have it for a few weeks, depending on where you are in the North. It's cool. It's still hot. It's still humid. Maybe, maybe it's a dry heat, which is still heat. Um, but, but physiologically running in the heat, there are some benefits to it. There, there are some, some very clear positive payoffs in terms of how your body responds, especially when you then get to the fall and all of a sudden it's not so hot anymore and your body's like, well, wait a second. We don't have to worry about cooling ourselves anymore. We can just go. And you usually see some pretty good little bumps up in pace after kind of grinding through the summer. So like on the one hand, the heat may not be great, but like there's a benefit to it. On the other hand, it just kind of wears on you. It kind of sucks after a while of just slogging through sloppy, overheating, uh, sweating like crazy, trying to get up early to beat the heat. Like it just, it just becomes a thing and, uh, you know, it, it can wear on you for a while again, maybe just for a couple few weeks, maybe for a handful of months, but one way or the other, if you're dealing with the heat at some point this summer, a few things to, to just kind of keep in mind to hopefully help you make it through a safely B, uh, you know, maybe not as miserable as maybe it has been in years past. So just a few things to, to keep in mind this summer. One, like the heat is tough. Okay. Like you're not weak. If you feel more worn out, if you feel like you're getting drained a little bit, especially if, if some or most of your runs end up happening, like with the sun as a component of the heat, you know, like, like it's crazy. I don't know if it's crazy or not. It, it seems a little bit crazy to me 
But, you know, if I'm running down here in the morning and it's, you know, before the, before the sun comes up or maybe when it just first cracks the, the horizon and it's 80 degrees, like it's hot, it's humid, it's kind of gross, but like it's tolerable. If I wait an extra 40 minutes, 45 minutes to where the sun's up enough that it's a factor and it's still just 80 degrees and the same level of humidity basically, but the, the sun is now a factor, it's definitely a factor. It's definitely worse. All that to say, like the, 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 running in the summertime can be a grind, right? It's it, like, it just is going to be. Your pace is probably going to slow down. You might just feel more worn out after an easy run or after a long run, things like that. Like it's going to happen. The heat, you know, like the process of working out through the heat and how your body has to try to cool yourself is draining. You're going to run slower. Like it's just part of the process. So don't get too caught up in, in the details. Don't freak out. If your pace is a little bit slower, you don't feel like you're getting faster. Um, it's just, it's just the thing. It's just a, it's, it's relatively a physiological fact and, and there's not a whole lot you can do about it. So, um, grind, it's going to be a grind, but again, the, the, the payoff will be coming, which is, which we're going to get to that more, a little bit more in a second. Um, but that's like running in the, in the summer heat kind of sucks sometimes. Yeah, fact, fact. As you know, one, one of the most common things that you get talked about and, and hear about when it comes to running in the summertime is make sure you're hydrating appropriately, taking in enough fluids. Yes, that's important. Drinks, drink more water, drink more liquids. Um, ideally, water is best, but other things work as well. Uh, I'm certainly not going to tell anybody to drink less coffee because that would be hypocritical beyond my levels of comfort with hypocrisy. Uh, but make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids. But also, when it comes to hydrating appropriately, it's not just taking in enough water. It's making sure you're re- replacing some of the electrolytes you lost. Typically, you might do that through through liquids as well. You don't have to. You can add more salt to your food, things like that. Um, but especially if you're a heavy sweater, especially if you're a salty sweater, and especially, especially if you're a heavy salty sweater, you need to be putting ample salt back into your body. All right, because I've I've learned this somewhat the hard way, and I've I've learned this also talking to others, so a little bit anecdotally. But like a a lot of times when I feel miserable after a long run in the summer, it's because I lost too much salt and didn't replace it. If I'm replacing it again, whether it's through liquids, through through you know diet, through supplements, salt pills, things like that. However, I'm doing it. If I'm replacing my salt, like I tend to bounce back a little bit quicker. I don't have headaches. I don't feel, feel kind of just shitty after, after a run in the summertime. And it's, for me, it's all about the salt levels. And it's probably the same thing for you. Just how much salt do you need? Some people need more, some people need less, but make sure you're taking in fluids, make sure you're taking in, in electrolytes. All right. Um, and there's so many good electrolyte products out there now, whether it's, it's, you know, like in salt tablets, whether it's, it's, you know, things like noon or element or, or whatever that you might precision hydration, different products that you can add to your water and even things like Gatorade, Powerade, et cetera, et cetera. Like, of course those have a lot of sugar in it too. So, so just, you know, be aware, but I'm not going to tell you you can't or shouldn't have those types of things. Like if that's your fuel, your tailwind, whatever, if that's your fuel for your runs, awesome. It's got the salts, it's got the sugars, it's got the liquids, like just make sure you're hydrating appropriately in the summer. All right, which again, it's pumping the fluids, but it's also pumping the electrolytes, which I think is very easy. Maybe not so much recently, but in the in the last few years, I think it was something that really was, a, there was a disconnect there. It was water, 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 pump the fluids, pump the fluids. Nobody said anything about electrolytes. We're starting to get more talk about electrolytes. Make sure you're taking in your salts with your fluids. Another thing to keep in mind when you're training intelligently this summer, pay attention to how you're feeling. 
because heat illness is like serious business. Like this is, this is me not trying to overblow anything. Um, heat illness can be deadly. Okay. So like pay attention to how you're feeling. If you start getting dizzy, nauseous, if, if you feel like your heart's racing, things like that, like you're probably in the heat exhaustion t- ter- territory category. All right. In that case, like shut it down. Those, those extra miles are not worth it. If you ever notice during a run, especially when it's hot and you should be sweating and you're not sweating, you need to stop now. All right. If you're not sweating when it's hot out and you're working hard, that is like the, the pretty much the clearest sign that you're like either bordering or into the heat stroke category. And that's like seriously life-threatening. Okay. Heat exhaustion, typically not life-threatening, not a lot of fun and can graduate to heat stroke real quick. So that you like still shut it down. But if you're not sweating, stop, stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Like get in the air conditioning, jump into a, a gas station, a grocery store, Walgreens, jump into the water. Hopefully there's no alligators around, like whatever you need to cool yourself ASAP and, and call 911. Because again, this is seriously life-threatening. If you're not sweating, that is a problem. Shut it down. So just make sure you're paying attention to how you're feeling. Um, but if, if you start to feel yourself getting a little bit fuzzy, uh, mentally, visually, um, it's a pretty good sign that you're probably overheating or else you're, you're running low on fluids. Your electrolytes are depleted. Something's off. Shut it down. It, it ain't worth it. Okay. Be smart out there. Like train intelligently. And sometimes training intelligently means knowing when to pull the plug and coming back to get after it another day. All right. So pay attention to how you're feeling. And if you feel like you're eroding down that, that road towards uh, potential heat issues, just stop. Just stop, okay? Last but not least, and I kind of already touched on this a couple times, but I think it's it's worth hammering home, which which for me, you know, who, never miss an opportunity to say something a 15th time in the same episode. Um, but but the, the payoff does come from training in the summertime, even if you feel like you've made zero progress for the last six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, however long your summer might be. Um, training in the heat is tough. It's not a lot of fun. Sometimes you don't feel like you're making much progress, especially those of you that are doing the heart rate thing like me. Um, the heat brings your heart rate up, which means that you're running slower than, than even you're normally used to running when you're running easy slash slow. Um, but when it cools down, man, it, you feel like a million bucks out there. Yeah, you really do. Uh, it's it, it surprises me every fall how much of a difference you know a drop by 15 degrees and, and 20% humidity makes when we get to late October, early November, and it starts to be a little bit cooler again in the mornings, like, whew, you, you can go. You can go a fair bit better. So um, if you if you feel like you're you're running in quicksand, if you feel like you're not making any progress, if you feel like kind of what's, what's the point, like I'm not getting anywhere, stay the course. Stay the course. I know the summers can be difficult, okay? Um, I know it. I know it, but the payoff comes, the payoff comes. So avoid, avoid, avoid major heat issues. Don't, don't do anything foolish there. Um, but keep training, keep grinding and come fall. You know, you're chasing that PR this fall. You, you like, you're putting yourself in a position by training through the summer heat, intelligently training through the summer heat to get that PR in the fall. So running in the summer, not a lot of fun. Make sure you're hydrating appropriately, staying, staying safe and healthy that way. If you start feeling bad, shut it down, but uh, trust in the process, all right, and you'll get there. So there you go. A little blast from the past, a little little go back, throwback to 2016, talking about training in the summer, training in the summer intelligently. 
um, strategically, getting the most out of it. Um, so good luck. Hopefully your summer won't be too crazy. Um, although those of you that, that like the heat, hey, embrace it. Take advantage of it. Make the most out of it. Um, and uh, just do so do so intelligently. All right? Y'all, what did I miss? What what questions do you have about running in the summer heat? I feel like I know a thing or two. I've, I've experienced a thing or two. Uh, if you have anything that you want to bounce off me, please feel free to do so. At Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can always send a message, uh, slide into the DMs, tag me in a post, whatever it might be. I'm always happy to, to offer my two cents. And you know, when you're getting free advice, you, you know, it's up to you what you want to do with it. Um, but you always get your money's worth when it's free advice, right? So, so feel free to ask a question anytime. Uh, if you want to send an email, you can do that as well. Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course, you can head over to the show notes for today. Like I said, mostly copy pasted and then edited and formatted and, and GIFs added uh, from the original post. And today's episode is Dizruns.com slash 1049-1049. Get you back to the show notes. Uh, and there's also that comment section down at the bottom of the of, of every episode's notes. Uh, you can always leave your feedback there as well. Uh, one last time, thanks to Alicia, Nita, and Natasha for jumping on board the Patreon train. If anybody else, we've always got room. We'll make room. Uh, we'll add a car, and there's always people getting off at various stops, so you can always fill their spots. Or, or you know, like I said, we'll we'll make we'll make room for more as well. Uh, Patreon.com/slash/disruns. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com/slash/disruns. There's also links in the blog post. There's links in on your app, um, whatever it is in that information about each episode. There's a link there. Feel free to click it kick in a buck or two, see the book get made, join the book club, get the warm fuzzies, all the things, patreon.com slash Dizruns. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up, y'all. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention. Hope this was helpful. Stay safe this summer. Train intelligently this summer. And until next time, be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>